Welcome to the Raw Fact, the most X-Boy fanboy podcast in the whole world. Make sure to check out us every time on Monday, because we usually post on Monday, except Max has audio issues, which we have to fix very longly, like we did last time. We are uh, sorry if the audio quality was not the best in that episode. We almost had to can that episode completely, because uh, Max's microphone was like super loud and cracking all the time. But we got help from someone, so we are super thankful for him. But I'm with your I host, know. Max. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Sorry, um, my gain was way too loud on the mic and we didn't notice. Thank God I know a really good friend of mine that is an Audi engineer that helped us out a lot. Thank you so much, Yashan, if you listen to this. Thank you so much. Yes, Yashan, thank you. You literally saved our life. Saved the day. Like the so, true hero that he is. Exactly. Thank you very much. Again, we couldn't have done it without you. But guys, if you have any comments, questions, uh, notes, or any other ways to fix our audio or get better quality, make sure to leave that in an email to us at rawfactpodcast at gmail.com or, you know, in the YouTube comment sections or anywhere you want. And we will try to answer it. We will try to cover your questions and get back to you as soon as we can. Just try not to scream too much at me. Yeah, please scream at Max. No one screamed at me yet, but uh, I'm still uh, looking forward to that. Someone please, like, criticize me. Thank you. <laughs> you're doing a terrible job. There, you're welcome. Thank you, Max. Very good. That's, that's what I'm here for, clearly. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. Know your host. Know your host! I saw there Max waiting for the tune. <laughs> I'm, I'm in sync with you now at this point. I'm just, like say the know your hosting and then just run away until you do your thing nice nice <laughs> who's gonna go first me you mm, let's uh, i go first this time i think you always mm -hmm. go first okay so my question to you is as uh what what's your favorite series of all time i'm meaning like movie or uh, anime or cartoon like uh something you watch series yeah um so movie or television like not movie, but a series, like uh, something oh, that's not right. like a film, but like it can be cartoon, anime, or like live action series. Oh my god, that's actually quite hard. Actually, Max is what... a very big film uh, viewer and he knows a lot about films, so it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. And still, I'm gonna go with Friends. I mean, I love Friends. I love that too, because I watched it like a billion times every time. I'm bored or something when it was still on Netflix. I usually like, I have this really weird pattern. So I started with season five or six or something. Then I like watch a couple of episodes. Then I'm going to binge the entire thing till t season 10. <laughs> then I'm going to start out with season three because I don't want to go back too far. <laughs> and then I binge it till five. And then I go back to one and watch it to three for some reason. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, kinda. <laughs> if you see it many times. But wait, uh, do you prefer uh, Friends over How I Met Your Mother? Because they are very uh, similar. Isn't it from the same creators or something as well? I'm not sure, but like it's uh, How I Met Your Mother is basically like a modern take on for Friends. Yeah, I like How I Met Your Mother too. But the thing is that it was kind of running too long. I think they should have kept it off at like five seasons and then should have ended it the way they did. Like a lot of people have issues with the ending of the series. I actually did like it, but I think it would have had more impact without spoiling anything if they would have like quit it earlier because like in the later seasons, they just kind of like the character development is just repeating itself, which is kind of annoying. But the jokes are still funny as hell. Like um, it's going to be Legend. Wait for it. Derry. 
And Barney <laughs> Stinson is just awesome as hell. He's like the best N character in like... Yeah, Neil Pratik Harris is awesome. The, yeah, but so... uh, by the way, from this question, I'm... Actually, in the last weeks, I've been looking for anything that's like Friends or How I Met Your Mother or Big Bang Theory because that's the three series that are very similar in like their structure and how they work but i just can't find any sitcoms that are like that i tried modern family now it uh, doesn't really work for me so i'm i'm so lost have i you, really want something like that have you tried the unbreakable kimmy schmidt mm, nope that's on netflix it's actually really hilarious you should watch that that's really good but is, does it have like this group dynamic and stuff like that? Like that's what I'm really looking for. It's like kind of romancy, but funny, uh, like life development and like these group dynamics with jokes. Like I just don't know anything else like that. All right. So it, it kind of has it, but not really. Like there's a group definitely of people, but it's much smaller. I think what you're looking for is maybe New Girl with uh, Zoe Deschanel. Is it, the, is it like, good? Yeah, it's like four people in a flat in Brooklyn, I think, and a whole bunch of shenanigans and stuff. It's really good, actually. You should watch that. That I think that is actually exactly what you're looking for. New Girl. Okay, I'll try that. Because I was looking at Two and a Half Men, which I heard is similar, kind of. Two and a Half Men is really fun, too, yeah. But it's, it's, it's less of a, like, a couple of friends hanging out and having some shenanigans as, like, it's kind of like a family thing. It's still funny. Like, it's still, like, the first, I think, eight seasons where Charlie Sheen is still in it. Uh, I definitely like one of really good television from back in the day, but um, <laughs> yeah, if I would recommend anything, I would probably recommend New Girl because I think that's probably the closest to what you're looking for. Cool, I'll, I'll give that a try then. I was mm. really searching in the last days exactly for this. That's why I came out with the question as well. Maybe like, you know. <laughs> yeah, so the thing that I've been watching recently or what I was watching last week was a uh, Norseman that's on Netflix. Mm. It's kind of a, a Norwegian show about Vikings. But they have like the same kind of values and mindset as modern people, but in old times. So it's really kind of a satire and they just keep quoting like modern issues into <laughs> like old timey Viking times. And it's the most hilarious thing ever because it doesn't jive well. Like there's so much awkward pausing and staring because people <laughs> are just uncomfortable constantly with each other. And it's just the best. You should watch that. That yeah, is like amazing. That it's yeah. really funny and the, th uh, the third season came out i think like last week and i binged everything like all six episodes in one evening it was so good wow. man nice. that is like legit good television i would yeah you should watch that norseman really okay. good and for anybody else who's listening out there norseman give it a try it's amazing i will definitely try that but new girl as well because i'm really looking for like a sitcom kind of experience like happy no, not like mm. stressful. <laughs> if I if I have to recommend like um like a proper show, like a forty five minute episode kind of thing, um, I would recommend like first of all Fargo. It like takes a while to get into it, but um Fargo season two is like awesome as hell. I would really recommend that one. Then I would uh, recommend um American Gods. Like the first season is really good. The second season is like a bit worse. But it's still like visually really appealing. Uh, Altered Carbon is really good from Netflix. Yeah, but only the first I season. The you first can skip season. the second one. Yeah, the second one is just like, I think they cut the budget by like two thirds because everything oh, feels shit. much cheaper. The sets that don't feel like futuristic anymore and everything just kind of like falls apart. It's just really weird. Like the first season is so good. Okay. And I'll... then. Um, 
Like I've watched so many series right now. Uh, I just finished Better Call Saul, which I really liked. Oh yeah, that's the prequel to uh, Breaking Bad, right? Well, it is a prequel, but yeah, it is a prequel, but it's uh, also like a different characters storyline, and that character yeah, is really awesome. Yeah, so good, right? The the lawyer yeah. dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, ne I, ne I never Jimmy. finished Breaking Bad. I watched it like for three seasons and then kind of fell off a cliff because it just got really boring. I hear from a lot of people it's good. I think it gets really time. good actually. It even has a good ending, like not like good, good, but like a good yeah, like ending a, for like the a series, legit yeah. good television yeah. ending. Exactly. It's really it's hard uh, to pull that off. To be honest, I think Breaking Bad may be one of the best series I've seen. Yeah, I heard overall, from a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. And what else I could recommend is uh, Californication with uh, David Duchovny. Have you ever watched that? No. Oh, man. It's like a um, writer in California in Venice Beach with like writer writer's block uh his wife divorced him and moved him with another person and the kids his his daughter is there too and he's just struggling with like writing living there uh dealing with the day-to-day -day, and also like just being a raging alcoholic all the time <laughs> taking drugs having tons of sex and shit wow. it's really like the first season is really serious and then it kind of like deviates off into like more funnier stuff but I would totally recommend it. It's very rock and roll. There's a lot of like uh, rock stars in it. Um, the, he's writing basically from books to television shows to Broadway musicals, like a bunch of weird stuff later on. Yeah, yeah that also sounds give, fun. Give the I, first I, season a try. Really good. Really good. It's like one of my favorite series. Yeah, sounds cool. I'm like, you know what I'm doing right now is trying to catch up all on like Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and those series. Mm -hmm. And then trying to watch Defenders, which is like all three of them like uh in it so that's my plan and then i need some comedy on the side usually that's how i do it like i have like one serious 45 minute uh, episode series then i have like one light-hearted comedy style series mm -hmm. if i'm in that mood and in the side i have some anime usually and that's the three i watch and i have to finish it before i can start a new one that's usually how i did you, do it. <laughs> did you just start with those uh like jessica jones i'm basically finishing first season and luke cage i haven't started yeah, so you're uh, Daredevil 1, season Daredevil 1, Daredevil se Yeah. already, then you're already yeah. ahead, because season 3 is after Defenders. And does that actually matter much, or...? Yeah, because season 3 is completely based on what happens in Defenders. Okay, So then... It's like if you, if you watch like all three Thor movies before the first Avenger, they don't make sense. Well, whatever, like, it will be like a prequel like i kind of know what's gonna happen if, but, if you, yeah. yeah but that's not just with that that's also with jessica jones because the second season of Je uh no wait i think the oh my god i, I don't i don't know the timeline anymore of the netflix universe i think the first <laughs> season of jessica jones is playing before the defenders and then the second two seasons are playing after defenders so should i second, watch first season of jessica jones of and Defenders, yeah, or? you need to like go to Wikipedia and then look at the timeline. Okay, I maybe I'll do that. I think it's Daredevil 1, 2, then Jessica Jones, then Luke Cage, then Iron Fist. Iron Fist directly leads into Defenders, then it's... um. But I heard Iron Fist is really bad. Should I even watch that at all? <laughs> season 1 is fine. People overreacted. Um, okay. It's mediocre, but fine. Then um, after Defenders, I think it's Iron Fist Season 2. Then it's why uh, do you know these things, Mike? Luke Cage, Jesus. I, I think it's either Luke Cage or Daredevil, 
And then... Yeah, we oh now no, no, find no, out Max is a I'm, complete I'm... Marvel nerd and series nerd and knows like the exact timelines by heart. <laughs> I don't, I don't like. I I gotta say the Netflix ones are really tricky because I can't uh, comprehend them in my head anymore. Which season happens when? It's kind of the same as like the Arrowverse on the CW. Like, there's just too many shows with crossovers. I don't know which season works with which anymore. True. I Did also watched about... a bunch of Arrow and Flash to be honest. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Aren't they like in their sixth season now? And every season there's like crossover events and they're all overlapping and stuff. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. It's I bad actually just finished for... Gotham completely this last week. But that's standalone, right? Yeah, but it was really good. But it's like a prequel to everything, basically, I guess. But also in its own way, it's changed compared to the proper lore. But it was really good. I really liked it. Yeah, a lot of people recommend to me Gotham. I just can't be bothered. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like a crime. TV series, basically. Yeah, I know, I know. I saw some clips and stuff on YouTube. Yeah, but I right. think we should move to your question. Yep. I have two questions. Do you want the tricky one, the really hard one? Or do you want the somewhat less hard one? I mean, uh, you can start with the hard one, I guess. <laughs> nah, the hard one is mean. Um, Alright, so what is the biggest media property that everybody else hated but you liked that can be what, movies, what property games oh like, for example property. i like the last okay. yeah i like the last uh, of us too right a lot and a lot of people hate the game so something like that well i have like uh, an easy answer to that is uh, mass effect and andromeda everyone completely hated it i kind of liked it i'm it's not the greatest game but i liked it you know it's like the whole internet kind of hated on it, like 100%, like worst game ever, outraged. And I was like, oh, this game is actually pretty fun. Yeah, it gets boring. It's a bit repetitive, but it's like not like a disaster. The animations were not great. The facial features were weird. There were bugs, but uh, I think it got like way worse reviews than it actually deserved. It was just like an okay game, you know, so yeah, yeah it was a mediocre crazy. game, but it was a bad, bad, bad Mass Effect game. I don't know, I kind of like the exploration. For example, when I started the starting mission, when you just land on this uh, brand new planet, I actually found that really cool. And even when I went to yeah, my first monolith... because that's the coolest planet in the entire game. But even when I went on the first desert island to your first monolith or whatever, how it started, I kind of was like, oh my god, that's so interesting, so cool. So I was like, in the beginning, really like the game, it just gets boring over time. So, yeah, because there's three desert planets as well. Yeah, like, yeah, it gets very repetitive. But still, I think it didn't deserve the hate it got, actually. Yeah. I mean, it got pretty mediocre reviews, like Sevens and whatever. I think it's... I don't know, it clogged in, like, review-wise, where I would have expected it to clog in. And to be honest, like, a lot of the facial mistakes and the production cycle, like, everything Kotaku, like, posted from, like, all the behind-the-scenes drama that went go that was going on there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a fucking train wreck, to be honest. But Yeah, yeah I mean, that I was a lot of shit around it. Yeah, for sure. But, for example, I have the other way more examples, like, games I... Or like movies or stuff I didn't really like and everyone loves them. <laughs> I have like two animes, for example, that are very famous. Like, uh, for example, Attack on Titan is like super hyped, best anime of all time. And then I was like, it's kind of boring. <laughs> I didn't really like it. Same with Code Geass, which is considered one of the best anime. 
and everyone loves it and i was just like uh it's okay <laughs> i started both of them i think i never finished them yeah, i got to great. attack on titans i only read the manga but then i got to the point where they release like weekly or bi-weekly and yeah i just uh just fell off a cliff because i couldn't deal with it i i have that once in a while with like um one piece i get to the current state of things and then um i just don't want to wait for like 20 years for them to like figure out their stuff and upload new chapters so just wait for a year and then burn through them in like one weekend or something yeah i mean i tried watching one piece and uh like i just started it and got bored instantly i know a lot of people love it but probably it will take some time to get into that but maybe i'll actually watch that anime so good idea so do you want the terrible question or not it's pretty bad uh, i mean uh hmm. it's actually not for me it's from a co-worker because i ask her like what are fun questions that i can ask once if i want to torment them okay sure <laughs> yeah you want to go for it i mean why not all right so what is your what was your worst rejection ever first rejection hmm like uh, you mean like romantically or yep yeah Dead air. Yes. Yeah, yeah I just it. have to think about it. Yeah, it's like not that easy. I don't think I got so many rejections, so it's actually hard to. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you mine in okay. the meantime while you're thinking, right? So I went on this date with a girl in the Netherlands, and we were sitting at some old markets. It's like a town square, and in the middle is a church. And every once a year, they have like this festival called GoBot. And it's like a bunch of artists, new wave stuff, metal, techno, whatever. And they make like these installations around the city. I think a couple of years ago, they had like a little car that they tuned that it looks like a, a dinosaur that spits fire. And it was going around the town square circle, like really crazy stuff. So we're sitting at the square and we're just having this nice little date. <laughs> But right behind me is like a cage with a naked daddy, a lady just dancing all night oh while we were God. having this date. It was really <laughs> yeah, weird. Like, it was really weird. Obviously, uh, we didn't go for a second date afterwards. Mm. Hmm. Well, yeah, it's not that, really a rejection. It's badly. more like it was just an awkward yeah, date. Yeah, it was just bad timing. And also, <laughs> like, the, the lady in the background just kept keeping dancing. Uh, yeah, Jesus just didn't help at all yeah I can imagine <laughs> that yeah but like for me like I had like uh my first uh big relationship when I was like 16 or 15 and uh this was like a girl I was in love uh, with like since first class like first grade and I it was like 10 years later or whatever like we were together 10 years and yeah I started like uh like making moves and stuff and uh first i got rejected pretty badly like uh we went on a date or something and it was like a really awkward first kiss kind of scenario when i went for the kiss and she moved her head and i kissed her forehead actually <laughs> some shit like that but uh, we ended up dating for three years after so it worked out in the end so but that in the, in the remember, beginning it was very awkward yeah <laughs> i remember my first kiss um it was pretty weird too uh so I was writing with this girl back in the day before like Facebook, we had like social networks in Germany and we like kept writing and then she suddenly wrote like, hey, do you want to meet up? And I was like at a family, so I just biked home 
and we're standing like outside my street. There's like this little uh, foresty thing. So we're just standing there and having a chat and she was like making all the moves and wanted to be kissed and her friend was like somewhere like just keep kept walking because she figured that I'm gonna give her some space. And we're standing there for an hour because I didn't know what to do. <laughs> and it got like super awkward and we'd, she actually had to just lean in and be like, guys, uh, dude, are we gonna kiss or what? And then it got better from there. But nice. <laughs> yeah, like think back now, it was pretty awkward. Yeah, there are like many awkward things in life, I think, for everyone that you oh just God, have to go yeah. through. So many, so many terrible stories. Yeah. Jesus. Like <laughs> my first uh, ever crush and um, actually not first ever crush, but like first person I dated, like that didn't end well. And then a couple of years later, she slept like with my entire friend. group. <laughs> nice. That sounds... Dark times, man. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. luckily that didn't happen to me like this girl i was talking about she actually slept with, with one of my friends after we broke up which was pretty bad because it was pretty good friend but uh well, i don't know sure, like, sure was a good friend <laughs> no like i mean i don't blame him that much i don't know like no only her yeah, yeah. But i right, don't care uh, about let, her let's skip out of here i feel like my yeah. terrible question hurt me more yeah, like, I didn't really have, right. like, a rejection that much, so... I don't yeah. know. Damn it. That's the last time I consult other people for, like, questions <laughs> for you. Clearly, that doesn't work out for me. <laughs> let's go to the news, then, right. I guess. Yeah? <laughs> Alright, let's go into what we're playing. Um, Like I said last week, oh. I'm gonna go for The Last of Us plat, and I finally have it. Hey, Win. good job, Max. Congrats. Insert clap music. <laughs> finally oh my god it was also so dumb so the last thing that i was missing was i had to collect all the achievements and logs and journal entries and whatever uh oh, fuck, and i went through the entire bad. game like a maniac i enabled in a menu that if you uh in are in listening mode you can like hit the um um the round button <laughs> the circle button and it gives you like a ping if there's like something to pick up around so i went like through the entire game like a madman looking for all the <laughs> achievement things um and i'm so dumb i finished the entire game for a second time on like uh, what was it hard plus mode and i forgot the first one the first oh one so i had to replay the beginning again well there was a chapter select but it was still annoying at least, like, thank God, the game actually tells you exactly in which chapters you're still missing stuff and what exactly you're missing. So I could just Google it. Yeah, my I mean, God. I would just Google. If I, on my second try, I would Google and just go in order, 100%. I would never try to do it myself. <laughs> oh, man, that was like, um, what's it called? Like, there were only two journal entries in that, in that specific chapter in the first act. <laughs> and I wasn't sure which one I didn't have. So I just figured I'm going to do both. And then luckily it was literally the first thing you pick up in the entire game, which I missed wow. twice on both playthroughs. I'm so dumb. Jesus. Yeah, but now you spent like 100 hours in that game. Good job, Mike. Nah, doubtful. I think, I think like 60 maybe. Like the issue was I could have like just burned through the second playthrough on like super easy mode or something or tourist mode. But I kind of liked the challenge. So I like put it on hard. My, but my God, I hate the fucking dogs in this game. On yeah, hard, they they're like you. just vicious <laughs> as hell. They find you always. My God. Bad, bad dogs. The 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 good thing though is, like on my uh, first playthrough, I just annihilated everything on the way. I never really like 
well, I did some stealth to take out enemies, but I never bothered to like go around them. Because like a lot of the um, fighting sections in the game, you can technically go from beginning to end and just sneak through. And then as long as you're invisible and try to get out of the area, there's like a prompt that you need to press where like that character is going through a door and then locking the door behind her. Mm -hmm. uh, and I never did that. But in this game, like, holy crap, I skipped so many encounters with, like, the infected just because I didn't have the ammunition or, like, the, the resources to deal with them. <laughs> but, yeah. that, like, man, that game is so tense. Like, if you play it on a harder difficulty, just, like, if you're in a basement and suddenly there's, like, infected walking around and you know that if they find you, you're, like, instant dead. There's yeah, no way in which you can beat them. It would be just annoying to play a single-player game even two times, to be honest. Like, oh, it wouldn't nice. get tense. I like, would be just annoyed that I have through was die. so rewarding. Like, even the cutscenes, like, all the little things that the developers put in there that come into play later. Like, you can see so much stuff early on that, like, keeps returning later on. It's so good. Like, especially in this game, because the narrative is, like, split into, like, a very weird structure. Like, there's just a lot of rewarding stuff that you can see, like, early on if you already know what happens towards the end of the game. It's really good. You know what's yeah, even anyway, better? Um, Ghost got... of Tsushima. <laughs> yeah, I think that's yeah. going to be actually my next game on the list. I'm going to finish the Coffee Talk game quickly next week. I wanted to finish it this week, but I was on a little holiday in Nuremberg for a day, so I didn't really have time to... Like, yeah, Max is going somewhere week. every freaking weekend, dude. Like, I'm just home. Uh, well, at least my parents are visiting finally, but you are always out on the weekend somewhere. Well, I have to go home for a birthday this weekend, so... Yeah, okay. Well, this is the third birthday that you're going home for in the last month, isn't it? Yeah, my, my grandma... Your grandma, your mom... On the 28th of June, my mom is on the 5th of July, and now um, one of my good friends is turning 30. 30, 30, 30 oh, that's a big 30. birthday. Happy birthday, Max friend. Happy birthday. <laughs> uh, he'll he'll get it. Like we have this tradition in my hometown that you have to go to the capital building in the city town town hall, and dump like a bunch of the what are they called the lids of bottles, right? You collect mm -hmm. them as friends, and then if you don't have a spouse or engage or are not engaged, you have to uh, mop it with a brush with a broom. You have to broom the steps, and if okay. you have really good friends, they collect a shit ton of these things and trash in general. You have to clean it all up. And if you have really good friends, so in, wow. um, I just had a video from our group. Is it some uh, German tradition? This. I think it's not even a German tradition. It's just my hometown kind of thing. Mm. And uh, it's not a proper broom. Like you don't have one wooden stick. <laughs> so it turns out it's a part of a stick. Then there's a chain in between the next part of the stick. Then there's a chain between the next part of the stick. So it's really hard to like do anything with it, like broom properly. <laughs> it's even harder. Jeez. And everybody else drinks ar around him already while he does it. And he has to clean it all up. And we already have like bucket, bucket loads of these, um, these lids of the bottles. <laughs> nice. It's going to be a real pain in the ass for that dude. Very nice 30th birthday. He will spend it with yeah. work and suffering. Sounds very fun. <laughs> Congratulations. Cheers. Yes. I I'm not even <laughs> sure if he's allowed to drink while doing it. Well, that makes it a bit better, I guess. Mm. I mean, not for me because no, I don't really drink. It makes it much worse <laughs> because you're just sitting there in pain. You can't even enjoy beer while doing it. But it's funny at least, you know. <laughs> yeah, for us, for sure. Yeah. All right. So what are you playing, Benz? <clears throat> 
Well, yeah, I'm still playing Ghost of Tsushima and uh, I played some Hunt and Red Dead actually on the weekend. Last weekend. Oh, and Red Dead. I don't know, I was just in the mood to play a bit of Western, Western Ghost of Tsushima. They are both really good. As you know, what surprises me, the Red Dead, every time that I go into the game, is how detailed it is and how how good it looks on PC. It like actually looks insanely good. It looks better than Tsushima after all. It's hard to tell because like the environments are very different, but the game is just so goddamn detailed that like everything looks so good. But like Tsushima is amazing. Like every every quest I do, it just. Like sometimes games and cutscenes are kind of annoying or like story dialogues are annoying in a way but uh, in this game it just feels so natural and nice. I don't know, I really really love that game. It really is my favorite PlayStation 4 game. Did you see the quote? Um oh man. Some Japanese development studio said that uh this should have been a game that Japan should have made. Like it's better than <laughs> than a lot of games Japan put out about Japan. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, was I the, heard that... Yeah, was the Yakuza developer. They were like, oh god, I wish we would have made this because it's so good. <laughs> yeah, I heard like Japanese uh, people and like uh, writers and journalists and game reviewers saying that the game is like really accurate and uh, completely stands uh, for like Japanese culture and uh, everything uh, that they do in the game. While usually Europe, uh, Western games are very bad about that and they misrepresent a lot of things. But this is actually like super realistic. And the only complaint they had is that uh, the dialogues are too quick compared to how they talked in that time. But that, that's it. <laughs> hmm. So it's actually yeah, very uh, representative of like history and the, the whole cultures, which is surprising. I mean, it's not shocking. It's a Sony published game. Sony is a Japanese company. I'm, I wouldn't be shocked if like um, Studio Japan helped out or I mean, they have the resources. They probably did a shit ton of research. Yeah, for sure. But like, it's still very impressive, I think, to like hit it on so many details and so many levels that even like very serious Japanese game journalists who are critical about this game probably especially uh, they say that it's really good so I would, I would highly recommend this game surprised if it would have been anything like what they got because especially in today's climate like people are just waiting for something like this to happen like a western developer game about eastern culture that's just has a bunch of cliches in it i think this game would have been ripped to shreds in the media if it wouldn't For have sure. been accurate to be honest yeah but uh to be honest i think everyone is really enjoying this game like i haven't met a person that said that he doesn't like this game or she doesn't like this game so max you have to try it and i wonder how you will feel about it i think it's gonna be great i think the the thing that worries me the most about this game is that every time somebody tells me it's really good they just say it looks really good like, I haven't heard anything no, the about, gameplay like, is really telling fun. me that the Combat's story really is good. good or anything. Story is like a movie. Like, it's, as I said, it's like feels more realistic compared to other games I played. So I think you will enjoy it. And it's not boring at all. Like, the story is interesting. The characters are fun. And the combat is really cool. You have to learn, like, switching between stances for different kind of uh, enemies all the time. The combos are very simple, though. But... Uh, yeah, you have to learn how to block properly and then you have really cool skill trees with uh, very interesting upgrades and you always feel like something is new. So I think you will definitely enjoy it. 
sorry i'm a little preoccupied i have like two beautiful pigeons right next to my window that are just like doing the mating dance and it's hilarious <laughs> mating dance sorry. for you that's why you are so mesmerized <laughs> that pigeon booty in the window yeah hell yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> hatofu boyfriend let's go <laughs> have you played that game the pigeon no but I, I watched i saw it yeah <laughs> <laughs> that game gets so crazy my ex was playing that and um like it, it's really cute in the beginning and in the end like there's some hidden storyline in it and it gets really dark and weird and really upsetting it's like fucking awesome Ooh, have you heard about this new uh controversial game uh i think it's called gamer girl gamer girl i oh, think it's called yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i've seen that Where you're basically playing a simp uh twitch moderator for the girl <laughs> and then you can like i don't know if you actually defend her or at the end like rape her or kill her i don't know it gets really dark and super cringe but it's very funny i, th I think from what i gather from the trailers like you're a moderator in her chat or something Exactly. But you also talk to her privately, and then uh, she has like this weird stalker, and she asks you basically like uh, multiple choice questions. What I find funny about this game is that it's all in live action, and the acting is so terrible. I oh, love it's it. so bad. It's I like, love it. Yeah. It's so cringe, dude. I hope this game is really terrible. It's it's not medi. It shouldn't be mediocre because it's like the room, right? The movie. There's so many just <laughs> boring movies out there. But if you get over the hurdle of like just being boring and mediocre and get into really bad territory, at that point you want to watch those movies <laughs> again becomes because good, they're basically. so terrible that they're awesome again. Yeah, but didn't like Sony upload the trailer for this uh, game and then removed it or something like that because it got so much so black. Somebody uploaded. I think they themselves uploaded it and then removed it immediately. Some yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, but it's basically a simp simulator 2020, so I will try that game if it comes out because it looks so awkward. <laughs> Did they say it's gonna only drop on Steam or is it also gonna drop on I haven't heard anything about that, but since it's, I don't think it's even a game really, like you don't have to like optimize for engines or whatever because it's like just movies and <laughs> then you click options, so it could work on everything, I guess. Even Switch. Yeah, it's I... like a multiple choice video thing. Exactly, so... I think it uh, doesn't have limitations in terms of consoles or platforms. Yeah, I don't know. All right, should we get into the news then? Hell yeah, let's go. All right, news. Hey, news! Yeah. We need music for the news too. News with Max and Benta. There you go. I have to wait at every topic that you make like a little jingle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. What has my life become? All right, number one, which is actually ridiculous. All right, so I'm really upset about this. We talked about last week how like the Game Pass might warp the game industry and something weird and shady. And I already said that if if my hat idea comes true, the game industry is gonna dissolve into like the mobile market, which you just have a shit ton of ads. You can't play anything. You have to like subscribe to the service so you don't have to watch the ads anymore and get like all these premium tiers and whatever. One week later, not even, <laughs> EA announces that in the next UFC 3 game, they have marketeers running TV ads on the damn service. So it works basically like, you get a 10 second clip from, I think last month it was Rick and Morty, Snowpiercer, and some celebrity golf thing. This month it's uh, John Cena, some kind of ad. And you have to watch 10 seconds of it, and if you do, 
they're optional in quotes right now, you get like in-game currency. And it's the exact same thing you get on mobile ads. Like if you True. play match three game for Candy Crush, it's like, ooh, you won this match. But if you watch this little ad, then you get a little bit more rewards. Dude, yeah, this I is mean, how this starts. Who could have done it other than EA? Thank you, EA, again, like, uh, like showing the way to everyone else. How to do microtransactions and how to scam every gamer out of their money. EA, thank you, as usual. <laughs> But it's Everybody unbelievable that actually it's, it's, came it's through. It's not shocking, to be honest. The only shocking thing is that they didn't do this earlier. And I'm also shocking, shocked that it's not Ubisoft. Like, I swear to God, every time Ubisoft fucks up or any other company, it has to, like, step him and be like, nah, we're gonna do worse than you. So we're gonna, like, <laughs> dominate the news. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty crazy. But it has nothing to do with the Game Pass, right? It just... Regardless, they no, did no, no, no. This has nothing to do with the Game Pass. But you can see how the spirals already out of control. They're just testing this right now, right? Because like, um, because of Corona, there's not a lot of. You, you can't go to the movies. A lot of ad space has been removed. A lot of companies are struggling, and they're looking for like a way out. And the thing is that the gaming industry is doing really well because of Corona. Because all the people are stuck at home and they're playing games. Obviously, it makes sense. So they're just looking at this and be like, how can we monetize this more? How can we run these ads there so all the Googles and whatever are going to be happy about it? And yeah, it's not surprising that it's happening. But like I said, it's such a slippery slope because... But uh, wait, the UFC 3 like, is already what, what out? Is or is it a game that's coming out? Hmm? Or is, the, is this game already out? Or is it's it a game out. that... Like they oh, already so put they put the it in a game there. that they already have. Holy shit. Oh, so it's already running, like it's a live thing right now that you can already do. Yeah, last month it was, like I said, Rick Morty ads, Snowpiercer on Netflix ads, and some celebrity golf on TV ads. Okay, and that's it, Right now there are like some John Cena like wrestling ads running. That's crazy. I... Yeah, I don't know what to say. It's really like mobile games at this point. Watch this video and earn double rewards. Watch or not, and then 10 seconds and yeah. you watch it. And, yeah. And... And mobile game, uh, games, if nothing, they're like games as services as well. Like, it's so easy to look at this. Like, Game Pass is one thing that's completely separate. But everybody's pushing for games as services now for these Game Pass things. So they have like little updates. Literally what you get on the phones. Then, if the games keep updating and you get them for like super cheap on the Game Pass, what do you do to monetize them? How about we put some ads in there? And then it just goes from there on out. And the more lucrative this thing is, the more people are gonna adapt it. And at some point, like, even if your PlayStation, if your entire user base goes to, like, Xbox, because you can get a shit ton of games for free, and if you, like, sign... <sighs> Alright, so we don't even have to go this far. Like, straight up. What I'm scared is that if you, 10 years from now, if you want to play games, you can't even buy them anymore. So you don't pay just 60 bucks anymore for a game. You have no, we to go know it's to, like 10 bucks more. You, you have to go to like whatever Netflix service you have, like Game Pass or whatever on PC or on uh, console or on whatever. Then you sign up for it. You can play all the games, but you get ads in all of them constantly. So the way you get around them is you sign up to specific subscription services for these games afterwards. It's like, oh, if you pay us five bucks a month, you don't even get any ads. You get an ad blocker for this game. 
and you get like these little rewards. It's not even season passes anymore, which you pay once. It's like you but pay every I, I month. I would think it would be different. I think maybe it would be like like YouTube didn't have ads a few years ago, and now they have ads unless you have YouTube Premium. So maybe it will be the same. Like let's say, as you said, like, you get a Steam Pass, which is not even a thing yet, but it will be maybe a thing, and then you access all Steam games or a lot of Steam games on your region. And then uh, maybe if you uh, pay Steam Plus steam pass plus or something like that or game pass plus then you just uh, have no ads or anything no interruptions and and then you can uh, play the game i can imagine i don't it think like it's that. gonna work that way uh, it's the like that on youtube and or youtube has separate creators for every single channel and they get money from youtube premium like more money than from normal youtube ads i know yeah, that the thing is like youtube that. is already the game technically they're not the service that provides stuff. No, like because if you click on a video or watch a channel, you still watch that channel and they earn money. The thing is that, look at it this way. Like, Xbox is providing you the games for 10 bucks a month. But EA but and the others really, still like... want the money. So Yeah, but it's not Xbox. Is... No, I think it's exactly like YouTube. Like, Xbox is YouTube. And the creators are the games. But then it gets so tricky on the back end because, like, let's say Steam and PlayStation gonna go on board with the pass thing, right? Like, how do you figure out who pays what? Isn't it easier if PlayStation provides the pass, so that's the platform, and then you have your own game on there as a platform, and then you subscribe to that game? Because then you can unify it on the back end. Because if it doesn't matter if you're on complex. PS4 or on Xbox or whatever, you can just unify your account. So you only pay one, but you can play on all consoles. No, I think the, the solution is that you sign up for the service and then uh, you have ads in games, right? Like every game you play, you have some ads. And then uh, the platform can tell that uh, the game you are playing having ads. So the game company or publisher or whatever gets the money from the ads mostly and probably the platform takes some cut but if you pay premium for the subscription for the whole service then it's the same thing like they see that you're playing that game and uh, instead of having ads like the revenue from your premium goes to that game it's the same with youtube i think that makes sense and it's not so complex. but then you pay twice like if you have playstation and xbox right and you buy or yeah, you I think have you on would. both on both services you have call of duty whatever Right? Yeah. Unless it's cross-platform, yes. If you pay premium on Xbox, then you get ads on PlayStation for Call of Duty, right? Yeah, but I think uh, you st like even Especially now you have to buy the game on both. Like if you want uh, Call of Duty on both consoles, you have to buy it separately. True. So it's not different. Know. But especially now with like cross-saves and uh, cross-play, I... I don't yeah, know. but you still like, have to own the game. This whole ad I thing think. seems like a terrible idea and uh, a bad sell to people already. I think the only way they can package this would be that you pay for the game itself, like as a service, like five bucks or whatever per month. And then even if you have like PlayStation Pass or Steam Pass, like if you're on a com friend's computer and you log in with your account of Steam Pass then you can still access Call of Duty there for f like without ad because you're paying for Call of Duty subscription. Well, I'm not sure. I, I would not really because pay subscription for games other than if it's like World of Warcraft, which is like very online based and you get constant updates. If it's like that, then yeah, okay, maybe I would pay. Yeah, but you constant them. updates for Call of Duty then, right? Because like it's, uh, it's like Halo Infinite or like... Uh,
what is it, uh, Forza Motorsports and uh, Everwild. It's like all these uh, games that keep updating and evolving over time. Like you get yeah, maybe multiplayer updates. ones, yes. But like I can't imagine this for single player games at all. <laughs> that yeah, would be ridiculous. Yeah, be the be outlier. Honest. I have no idea yeah. how they're gonna that like after every cutscene you're gonna get an ad yeah like that would be crazy so like i well i don't want this to happen and i think this can't happen right now because of the sheer price of games because youtube is free but the uh, games are not free so it would make no sense right now but maybe at one point in the future it will come to this and then we will have to accept it but then it will be like world of warcraft and everyone basically does the mmo model which is fine if the game is that much multiplayer to me and if i really want to focus on one game i think that will make people focus on single games more other than just buying all the games so it will be really weird for sure and uh, i don't support it right now but i can I think, imagine it happening yeah i think you're underestimating how how quickly people forget like if you like all right as an example right i still if remember my youtube about... was free like 10 years ago <laughs> i no, mean it's still free YouTube, but like just games 13 years ago or something, right? You had the Elder Scrolls Oblivion. And for, I think, 20 bucks, you got an entire expansion, which was, like, easily over 30 hours or something, right? Yeah, same with Witcher, Like, a right? whole world. Yeah, exactly like The Witcher. And nowadays, you can get one skin for 5 euros. Yeah, but uh, also that... Like, it's, again, the difference between single-player and multiplayer games. Because in if you have a skin in a single-player game, you get way less value because you can't show it off to others. So that's the benefit from multiplayer, that you buy the skin so you look cooler in front of others, while in Skyrim or Witcher, you just do it for yourself, which is not that rewarding, right? I don't know. So it's more like bragging even... rights in multiplayer games. Yeah, but still, five bucks. What was it? Uh, like the season pass for Evolved was, I think, 20 euros or something. And that was like a third of the game. And the season pass was not worth that at all. Like people kept screaming about it. And like these season passes just get more outrageous. And I think people are just deal like they're just fine with it. Yeah, I think I it's think because like they the are not really getting like they are if. If they are not giving you any benefit, just like visual looks, I think it's fine. Like, then it's completely up to you if you want to have that or not. Like, if yeah, it's... Yeah, that's true. But I'm just saying that, like, the value perception shifts over time. The things that were, like, back in the day in the game, like, alternative costumes that were already packaged in there. Or, like, expansions that actually made sense that you wanted to buy. Like, just completely shifted into stuff or cheat codes, even. <laughs> Oh, like yeah. Resident Evil 2 remake had like cheat codes that they sold off <laughs> for like five euros that were back in the day just. And in they're the game. selling cheat codes for money. What? I didn't even know that fully. It's the same for Assassin's Creed or um what is it? Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Oh, you mean like, like these uh, boosters? Many... Yeah, there were so many just sliders in game in the menu that were like back in the day just options. <laughs> like if you. If, if you want to look at this in a really cynical way, right? So The Last of Us is like one of the... Part 2 is like one of the most um, user-friendly games ever because you can change everything you want. You can define... So you can start the game. You say the UI is too hard on moderate, uh, the AI. So you can set the just the AI too easy, but you can still... The damage that they do can set that to high... 
So they do more damage, but they're not as smart. And then you can place more items around the world, like you need more resources the game on light but you can also put it on hard but have the enemies on light so you don't have resources but at least you can take down the, like you can literally change everything you want about this game yeah that's cool and it's all for free but in an in an alternative universe where like ubisoft or something publishes this game like all of this would be locked behind like paywalls and stuff i don't know i still you know would find that weird for a single player game like last of us like it makes sense because you play alone and then you can have a better experience and it's better for them because you will enjoy the game more but if it's but multiplayer you have the same then thing it's in different. assassin's creed uh odyssey well i don't know i i never bought anything like that so i'm not sure but yeah i heard that these boosters are there but like it never annoyed me because i just ignore it completely <laughs> Like, yeah, like uh, maybe off. I can level up quicker, but I don't care. Like, why would I want that, you know? Like, I'm playing the game anyway. And there's difficulty options, but not as detailed, obviously, as in Last of Us or uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, where you can set difficulty for everything separately, which is super cool. And every single player game should do that, probably. I don't know. What I'm saying is, like, the perception of, like, pricing and value. It's just like so obscured and the game companies know this stuff because they like just throw more and more and weirder things in there to like make it more confusing what you actually get. Like even if you pre-order stuff, you have like 20 pre-order options nowadays so people don't even know what they're getting anymore. Oh yeah, gold and pack. And it's just all this world pack. of nightmare. And I can totally see that they're just gonna drop ads in there and they're gonna package it and they're gonna give you like a subscription fee for the game. Because you get it for free, technically, but you have to pay subscriptions. I wouldn't be shocked, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, we will see, but I hope it won't come to your Me pessimism like, again. Holy shit, that's why I'm saying <laughs> all of this. Like, I'm, I'm terrified that that's going to be the future. Like, I want games just... I, I don't mind paying 70 bucks now instead of 60 if I just get a full game, to be honest. I'm already paying 70 on stupid PlayStation. Just give me 40 bucks games on Steam and I'm happy. PC master is always. <laughs> I'd rather pay sixty or seventy than getting this uh, subscription nightmare world. Yeah, I mean subscription is just really annoying. Like you know, the worst thing for me about subscriptions is that that you feel this pressure on you. Like if you bought a subscription for one month, then you have this pressure that you have to play the game because it expires and then you're fucked like that's why i hate world of warcraft subscriptions because the stupid pressure on me that oh if i buy three months that i know i have to play for three months or i'm wasting my money basically uh, it's just yep. very annoying yeah but i think that's we talked enough movie, about the this topic and <laughs> we can know what happens anyway yeah honestly i could go on forever about this like uh this is just raising all sorts of for me and i'm so annoyed with it i don't want ads in my like console or pc video games like keep that trash on the mobile store like there's a reason why nobody them or like people don't take them seriously anymore yeah like, but i also think that mobile games are usually free so maybe this can come to free games i could i would be kind of okay with that i guess like if free pc games like league of legends would have ads somewhere that would be acceptable or fortnite has ads like whatever but if you pay for the game, I think it's kind of unacceptable, to be honest. Especially if you pay like 60 bucks, that's just... True, and I guess this uh, just... UFC game is pay to play, right? You have to pay upfront. I think, yeah. Yeah, so that's ridiculous, I think, that they would even try this. 
the the thing is that they're skippable, so you can literally just skip the ad. You don't have to watch it. Yeah, but wow, but it's it, still there. Get, uh, like I think the fact that there's an ad in your game is already fucked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. I'd rather just not have them in free games either. I think that's like a cheap argument, and it's 100% an argument that the game industry is going to use when they implement more of these ads. That they're just going to say like, oh, but it's free to play. Well, I think I, from from my perspective, that's fine because they have to make money somehow. Like you either get microtransactions or ads, or both. Like it's gonna be both. Yeah, but you get the game for free still. Like especially if your ad is keepable, you don't have to watch it. You don't have to spend on skins. That I'm kind of okay with that, to be honest. Yeah, but that's I'd... how it starts. That's like, look, nothing stays the same. Like. A couple of years ago, we didn't have microtransactions, then we didn't have loot boxes. It just keeps evolving. As soon as you have one ad in a game, like in a AAA game and a dust wall, there's a 100% chance that they're just going to keep going <laughs> and try to evolve them further and further. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but still 100%. like... 100%. Like, dude, there's greed. Like, the game industry isn't a charity. We're, we're, we are trying to make money. That's the whole point. And exactly. you have investor calls and you need to, like, tell them how you're going to make more money the next month. Okay, but how and would I'm a free game sure make money without these actually... things? What? What? But how would a free game make money without microtransactions or ads? It's fine. Microtransactions are terrible, but I can see them working. I just don't want ads in games because... <laughs> Have you seen uh, the movie Ready Player One? Yeah. Yeah, the whole First. premise of the movie is literally that the bad corporate dude the technology so he can shove a shit ton of ads in front of the players so they can't play unless they pay them more yeah and it's literally gonna be like that like you said like, it's gonna know. be free Let's to see, play right? these ads are gonna be skippable at first and then okay 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 what do you think you have if to sit through you them had and then you have us. to pay fees you, you had lost of us for free and you would have some ads after cutscene i would rather pay for the game and not have the cutscene even if it's 70 bucks. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Can you like, imagine you have The Last of Us? Like one of the greatest story experiences ever. Like the first no. one. Doesn't even have to be the second one. Okay, yeah. Like one of the best games ever. And you sit in the middle of a cutscene. And like, let's say the first chapter. And I cry. And then you have a fucking uh, like John Cena ad right afterwards. Well, maybe they like could the do it like cleverly. The artistic integrity of the game falls apart. No, I think you like, could do you, it cleverly. You, you could put it in the game. You don't even have to. Like, put it on magazines in the game. Than... Like, you can you put ads inside look... the game, Max. You don't have to put, like, an actual video playing. You could, like, put it on, like, the walls. Like, posters would have the ad already in there. Or, you know, like, actually, like, paid promotion inside the game that they can just change. Or, like, video playing inside the game. And, well, not much. You not have like... it in FIFA. You have it in every sports game and a lot of car games that were advertised. I think there were even okay. presidential election posters somewhere in like burnout, I think, back in the really? day. Really? Holy shit. I think so, yeah. Yeah, but maybe they could just ramp that up a bit and like put more of that, especially in free games. Whatever. Like there's better ways to do go about it and like first. Like obviously if you play the story of Last of Us and then a fucking ad pops up about uh, Nutella, that would be like the most annoying thing ever. Like, uh, let me just completely ruin the story. Us. Think about God of War, like, the whole premise of the game, or not premise, the whole marketing gimmick of that game is that it's like one cutscene, like one long one-shot, like the camera never cuts. And then you have like an app that pops up in the middle of like 
after a fight and you have to like click it away or something yeah i guess but like and what if you had a choice to like play the game for free with ads or just buy the game for 60 and then it's i buy the I game yeah but like maybe that could be a choice you know yeah that could yeah. be a choice at first until they realize that if you just put up a subscription for like five bucks and keep updating the game like halo infinite people keep subscribed and they have to even pay more to like flip away the ads yeah i don't know we'll see let's move on from this i think because we just like thinking of like yeah, random things that could happen or not happen ever i'm just angry about this like i'm so <laughs> angry yeah i mean it's very and bad the ironic thing is i work on ads all day so exactly we will have an ad today for sale oh yeah <laughs> all right so number two uh phil spencer uh, hinted at another for the xbox i mean we talked about this last week right they said they have like the studios that they showed off from their first party there's still gonna be studios left so we already speculated and it's um well yeah. they already announced it in the first that they're gonna be other ones but i guess now they said it's in august or at least uh rumored that it's in august so at least we get like a date now not just like randomly but no. Yeah. Like I said last time, the way I understood it was that they just said like, hey, we only show stuff off from some of our first party studios, but they never clarified that they're going to have a second showcase. No, they actually literally said at the end, I think. Really? Yeah, they said, oh, we will have more showcases. I think that's so dumb though. Uh, yeah, I was even saying in the other last podcast that uh, I think they should have just done one good, big, satisfying presentation instead of uh, chopping out to two mediocre or even bad presentations. So it, I don't know. It would have made way more sense to me, but I guess they went this route for some reason. Yeah, two points, actually. So first one, it, like as far as I can tell like from the internet and Twitter, right? There's a lot of people disappointed with the showcase, like the last one. Yeah. Like that's that's what I gathered. And the second point is, I think it's a bad idea to show everything off from all the first parties. Like, it's just a bad move. It's like if you are Marvel and then you announce the entire second phase and the third phase as well of your entire uh, cinematic universe. Like, we would have never guessed that Infinity War would have been two movies <laughs> if they wouldn't have announced it like five years or six years before. Like, it's just so dumb of them to, like, literally reveal all of their cards because there's no excitement anymore for the next five years. But you don't know if they... Yeah, I mean, they could have, like, projects that they haven't announced and are already being worked on. I guess, like, I'm not sure... But how sure. many teams does every studio have? Like, do you expect Coalition to work on the next, like, uh, Gears of War and something else? I yeah, you're right. I think they're just right. going to show off Gears and that game is going to be, like... When last year Gear 5 came out, so three-year development cycle, maybe four years. So we're like two years out from the next Gears of War and they're already showing off of it. Like next year is going to be so tedious because it's going to be the same games all over again. And then the year after again. And if they already show stuff off, that's like three years off the table. Like that makes no sense to me. Like that's I would imagine Sony they thought so about this as because... well. I'm not sure. Like they must have known that they have to have some stuff hidden still and some big surprises for down the life cycle like the first years of the xbox x otherwise it would i, I sure just hope no so because if they like literally blow their entire load now the next couple of years are going to be boring as hell 
Valdo, if they can outsell PlayStation right away from the get-go, that's already really good for them, I guess. Maybe they go for like a big launch event, like announcing everything, putting out the Game Pass, just trying to like destroy PlayStation right from the get-go, and then that's their strategy. I, I mean, they desperately need anything at launch, because right now, like we said last week, it's just Halo. They True. have nothing. Well, like, they never they announced what's launch title, right? Like, we don't really know what's they, actually... They said Halo is definitely gonna be a launch title. Okay. So, other than that, we don't know anything. Yeah. But also, like we said last week, like, Halo looks like garbage. <laughs> and it's not just us. It's like the internet. Yeah, it looks and like I wouldn't poop. be shocked, like, if this is a live service game, I wouldn't be shocked at all if they just put this out in early access on, like, Game Pass for launch. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, what is, is that called? No, there's a, game Xbox preview. has the game preview. Yeah, exactly. So the new gen game preview, but that would be also odd that their first Xbox X series game is like a beta. That would be weird. So it has to be a full game, I think. You but think live that, service. but they also launched the Xbox One X, the most powerful console ever. With like some weird ass uh, side scroller that looked like garbage and also okay, but that really was like an reviews. update. That was like the PlayStation Pro or whatever. So it's not like a whole. Yeah, but they hyped that up for like two years. Well, of the course. Scorpio, and then they even took the name over and put it on the chip, and then they oh, it's the <laughs> most powerful console ever. And what are you gonna? True. Some weird side scroller that's actually pretty terrible. Yeah, but like at least every game runs better on it and higher res and. And they have the point that it's better, stronger than the PlayStation, so. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm yeah. just hoping that they're going to keep some secrets for the future because I really don't need to know what Xbox will be working on in like Four 2025. Years. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's just dumb. All we know from PlayStation right now is Resident Clank, which is Insomniac, Spider-Man 2, they're working on, Miles Morales they're working on. So those are the three teams from Insomniac. We have no idea what they're working on VR right now. Naughty Dog is completely free now without The Last of Us. So they're working on stuff. MLB The Show is already confirmed for next year. Uncharted is going to be coming from San Diego, I guess. Uh, which is not confirmed, it's just a rumor. So everybody has to look forward to that. Then they own the Bloodborne IP, which we still have nothing seen, nothing got announced yet. Sucker Punch is completely free now, and it can't be Ghost of Tsushima too, because, like, that, like, I would it think they could try to make that piece, for right? Yeah, but they could continue it, like, next era, whatever. Yeah, but it, it's like such a historical piece, right, on that island, right? Yeah, but, uh, like, yeah, I mean, they don't have to call it, they could call it Ghost of insert a city name and then you have the okay, new game so it's basic but but the ghost is the ninja right so it has to be like some eastern uh yeah eastern country yeah i mean it could be same japan it's just like you could just move from like there were ninjas for multiple eras like you don't have to have you can even go backwards a bit i think so i think i just... want them to return to i want them to return to prophecy and do something more weird yeah, I will see. But like, I'm pretty sure Xbox also has things like hidden like that. I cannot not imagine that they will blow everything and then they are just done for the next five years. That would be just ridiculous, to be honest. So, But they already announced the biggest games of their studios. Yeah, like at the least only what we know. Two big games that are left 
are Gears, the next one, from Coalition. So then maybe they can show off a bit more of Fable. Then they have the We Happy Few people that probably work on a new game that they can show off. But that's pro also going to be like a multiplayer game, I would assume. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it, right? Because Ninja Theory put out the... Yeah, the trailer for this Hellblade, like the behind-the-scenes footage, so that means they have nothing. That's what I put out behind-the-scenes documentaries. Yeah, but to be honest, to my show. problem with Xbox has always been that, that they have nothing. Like, if you have a PC, Xbox is just useless, and PlayStation has all the cool exclusives, like the actual exclusives, and Nintendo, like, Xbox exclusives are not even exclusive, so... Yeah, I mean... I don't know, Max. Like... They must have yeah. uh, some secret big uh, projects, maybe even new IPs hidden there somewhere, like you said, from the uh, Be Happy Few creators, maybe, who knows. But uh, PlayStation is just better in exclusives and big games like that, I think, overall. Like, we don't even know what Studio Japan, like the big one, does yet. Uh, Gorilla has, like, I think two two teams now. So they announced that Horizon's coming out, but we still don't know what the second team is working on. I right. think Naughty Dog also has multiple teams. They have three teams, actually. Well, one team is just a secret engine team, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sucker Punch is free now. Then they have Sony Santa Monica, which had two teams back in the day, but they scaled back to one team, so the next God of War is inbound too. But they could have ramped up the second team again after the success of God of War, so they probably have two games in development as well. So, like, there's just so much that Sony has, like, on the table that they can do whenever they want and yeah but i like think you just don't know what xbox has they must have, have have a bunch of stuff as well we just don't know but do they because like obsidian so. like how many more teams can they have we already know everything they do they do the dlc for the other worlds they do the grounded game which they need support over the next years then they have avowed which is like an early stages because it just has a cgi trailer then fable i don't know what's going on with fable like they've been working on this for years and all we saw was like 10 seconds of some shitty CGI trailer. Well, you think that like, everyone else is hyped about Fable, but you, it seems like. <laughs> everybody is hyped because we get a new Fable. But no, I everyone liked, liked the trailer. I, yeah, I think everyone was happy with that. I, To be honest, other than you, everyone I talked to or seen online were really happy about even seeing that. I don't understand why. I don't know, like, like you're just very pessimistic about everything. Be happy. You got a Fable cinematic after so many years. It's good. That that trailer could have literally been a black background and then the logo. That's all yeah. that did for me. I mean, I would have been happy with that too. Like, you just be happy about I'm things. I'm so nice. tired of all these uh, E3s and Gamescom, uh, Gamecoms in which they just show cinematic trailers that don't look like gameplay at all. And then like five years down the line, they downgrade all the graphics that looks nothing like the original. And everything is just... Terrible. I mean, hopefully on next gen, they will look a bit better, at least. I would... Whatever. Hope. Let's move on with, to the next topic, which is actually kind of related. So, Gabe Newell, the creative mastermind and CEO of uh, Valve and Steam... Steam, said that God. He would... Yeah. He would... Uh, if he had to choose between the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox, he would buy the Xbox. I guess he just likes... Uh, good specs or he likes pc gaming so it makes sense <laughs> like he's all about pc gaming basically so and xbox is basically a pc in a console form it's literally what it is right if you don't have 
the patience or time to mess with pc stuff because pc is very cumbersome and can be really annoying to handle and you just want the console experience then you just buy an xbox and then you have that and the steam is also a bit like that because they have this big picture mode which basically turns your pc into a console so i can really understand how where he is coming from because playstation is just a different beast all across the board and fit like its own game so yeah I'm so confused about him, like especially him because he owns a PC, right? He can just buy yeah, Game Pass on PC so. and play on Steam. Like, why the fuck would he ever get an Xbox? He would dump that in the trash and keep playing on the PlayStation on the. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that actually makes no sense. As I he said, like, if you have a PC, a, then he yeah. literally buys a trash can and puts trash in it because it collects dust. Like, if but he at least it looks better than a PlayStation <laughs> Yeah, but at least he could play like games on it that he can't play on his PC. Like, why the mm. fuck would he ever go away from his master race? I don't know. Like, it makes no sense. Like, See, uh, yeah. that's why this answer is so dumb of his. <laughs> I find it so hilarious. Yeah, because like for me, I always buy PlayStation and Nintendo only because Xbox just makes absolutely no sense to me because I already have the PC. So why yeah. would I even do that in the first place? So yeah, yeah. why would Cape Newell ever buy an Xbox? Because oh wait 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 no the question was phrased between only the two right? Uh, probably but like I guess then it's... yeah then it makes sense right because uh, Xbox is more like a PC. Yeah, that's what I was. That was my argument. That is, it is ah. like a PC. Yeah, all right then. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah, but like from sure, the though. perspective of games, it makes no sense because you can just play the same games. Like you just have the same games now on two platform. <laughs> to be fair, Gabe is in bed right now with Xbox and HP to build like a new VR headset. And I think they're working on like some games from Valve as well together. So oh, They have the Valve Index, no? That's the, their VR headset. No, they're, they're working on another one with HP and Microsoft. So that's going to be the next Valve Index then? I think maybe. Maybe and I guess if they work off. together with Microsoft, then yeah, exactly. Then it makes sense that he praises Microsoft. Yeah. <laughs> like, hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe whatever. it's just PR no, bullshit. It, it yeah. makes it makes sense, right? I mean, if he likes PC, you go for Xbox. But well, literally, if you like PC, if you, you don't just have buy a PC, PC and... yeah, exactly. If you like PC and you don't have a PC, you go for Xbox. But if you like PC and you have a PC, then you go for Nintendo or PlayStation. I think. Yeah, but that wasn't the question, right? True, so I guess that's, that's fine. probably the only reason. <laughs> uh, whatever. All right. So next one, number four. Cuphead surprise drops on PS4. Studio MDHR's blog post literally reads: "Surprise! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Cuphead is coming to PS4, and it's out today." I didn't even know it's not out on uh, PS4 because it's been on the Switch and on PC for so long that I just assumed that it's everywhere. <laughs> No, it wasn't exclusive. It was like a Microsoft exclusive game. Because no, it's on Nintendo. It's on the Switch since, since a while. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so too. But I'm pretty sure that had to do with like publishing rights and IP and the timed exclusivity and stuff. So it came out. Well, oh no, it's uh, yeah, it came out in 2019, a year ago on the Switch. So I just assumed it would come out everywhere. Wouldn't it be funny if? Microsoft literally signed a deal with uh, MDHR Studio oh. that said, all right, it has to be at least for a year on Xbox, and then you can publish it anywhere but PlayStation for another year. Uh, eh. 
I mean, it's possible. Because, like, if you're already on Xbox, porting it to PlayStation isn't hard. Because yeah, exactly. That's why I'm surprised it didn't come out with the Switch. Exactly. There must have been some behind-the-scenes deal things going on. And I'm just laughing about what kind of contract you literally draw up that says, you can publish it anywhere but PlayStation for two years. <laughs> yeah, like just I mean, the pettiness of it. I love it. Yeah, but you don't know if that's the case, but it is probably because but it must be right. Yeah. Well, yeah what I other mean, reason would there be? I can't think of any. Yeah, it has to be. Exactly, it must be that. Like there is. And it's like no we are nine reason. months. So it came out in April. Did it come out on uh, the twenty seventh now? But do you know the exact uh, date? God, I don't know. Because it, uh, so it uh, came out April 18th on the Switch. So if it came out on 18th on, uh, well, it's not the 18th, then it would be exactly nine, uh, like a year and and three months or something after that. So it would kind of be contractual. It would make sense. But yeah, who knows? It's like the physical year or whatever. Don't be scammy. Yeah. Scammy Xbox. Thank you. <laughs> No, I mean, they're like both consoles have like exclusives, right? I mean, that, yeah, but I'm what I'm saying, Xbox really don't have exclusives. Like, I, it doesn't have exclusives. I think, like, I wouldn't call them Just exclusive. Don't say that anymore. Like, is it exclusive if someone else whatever. can play it? Do you think? Like, is it exclusive if all the PC master race has access to it? I mean, I see Xbox as PC, so yeah, sure, it's PC exclusive. Yeah, okay, PC exclusive, yeah. All right. Sure. Okay, um, I, next one? Yeah, number five, Halo Infinite intro has been remade in uh, Media Molecule's Dreams game. Okay, what has not been remade in Dreams? That's the better question. <laughs> I know, but it's aesthetically, like, graphic-wise worse, better. but aesthetically <laughs> better than infinite. yeah i mean uh, infinite looks terrible right now at least from what we see so i'm not surprised and dreams games can look actually surprisingly good i really want to see like a proper game out of dreams like a proper game that would be so <laughs> cool like i wish media molecule would have just taken their engine and made a game instead of this you can make your own game game. It's pretty unique at least. Like it's like almost an engine. It is basically yeah, an But they've also been working on this thing for five years. So the <laughs> money that has been dumped into this thing must be insane. But wasn't it selling so really well as well? Like I hope so. I sure hope so, because otherwise Media Molecule is gonna have a Yeah, I agree. But like it's a, I think it's a cute fun game and very unique at least, so Hope they are doing yeah, well. But I'm hoping that the next game of Media Molecule is like a actual game, like Tearaway or Little Big. Well, Little Big Planet is also like a. But at least it was a game. And you know what they should do? Release games in uh, Dreams like, from them, like official games inside their own engine, and sell it for money, like a DLC. I'm not. Uh, I think they're not selling them for money right now. But I'm. Pretty sure they signed up a bunch of developers to make games in dreams. I think there was a story in the beginning of the year that they hired actual people to make games in the game. Oh. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, if they would sell it for money, that would be a pretty cool... Like, it would basically their own platform to release games at that point. Everything is a platform now, like we discussed today. Yeah, but, like, this is actually, like, a platform that makes sense, if you right? watch this ad before. 
<laughs> yeah, but okay, you have to give props to Dreams because you can just do whatever, right? So yeah, you can if they sold actual games ads. inside there, would you mind? Like they release a game for five bucks that you can buy from them, and it's an actual game that you can play inside your game you already have. It would be pretty cool, I think. I feel like that point they should just license the engine and sell those games over the store. I don't need to go into a game to buy a game. I'd rather just go to the PS store and buy that game there. Yeah, I mean, that's like, I would mean it like a DLC on the PS store. Like, you see the DLC for Dreams and that would be a game that you can play inside. Uh, uh, isn't, uh, I'm not sure. Maybe that, <laughs> that'll be easier, like, for the UI because then you can just limit it to, like, stream games so they don't flood the store with, like, Dick Simulator 15. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah. yeah i don't know i think that's so tricky i feel like at that point you need to build like a whole new support system like an entire qa group that actually tests these games so they're not just like one level of garbage so imagine it's like steam five years ago before they had like green light and all the stuff in which people just make like broken games and try to sell them for like two <laughs> Yeah, but no, but like, like no I meant, they control. would make their own games, so then it would be controlled. Like, not like, like you are thinking of they are selling other people games, like monetizing other people's games on their platform. But I would think that they make their own games, like their next game, they just make it in their own game and sell it as a DLC. And it's like a complete game. Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, exactly. I think it's cool. It's very unique. I think right? I'd rather just have them take their engine that they created and make a game. Or that, yeah. I mean, they both work, I, but I think it would be a very unique idea to do it like that. Yeah, like no one else but I would that. prefer like a like a sixty-hour open world, first-person, whatever game in in the Dreams engine, than like DLC. But what if the like the sixty-hours game is a DLC? Like you just start Dreams and then you have the extra game inside there yeah but like if you have, you have to a 60 buy this... hour game like they need to price it that way right so it's going to be like 40 to 50 euros or something and yeah. at that point i think marketing wise it's just smarter maybe to, it's like, hard put a, yeah you, put a new okay. key art on there name it something else like people will gravitate towards the more because if you call it like dreams dlc it's going to be so hard to market and you also like True. if it's dlc it could be standalone right why call it dreams then at all just because it's made in the engine like maybe you don't have to call it dreams but it could be still a game inside dreams i don't know i yeah i don't know they could do a bunch of things with it i think and it's just i think i would ramp up the marketing from like the playstation studios and say like uh this game has become has been completely made in the dreams engine and that's like their first press release and then just have the game stand on its own. I think that's the smartest way to do this because you can sell it as a new IP that looks Yeah, instead I mean, of having it tied true. to like this old gen game engine. Yeah, I mean like with PlayStation 5, it will definitely be old gen. So they will have to do that probably anyway. I, I would be shocked if they don't port this game. They will because probably, they but it's so still old gen. Because they dropped it so late in the PS4's life cycle. It just seems weird let it die after like but unless it gets like a proper upgrade with like new functions like actual proper upgrade then i don't know i think it will that's cool it would be so weird to just let it die 
Hmm. Yeah, probably. Well, we will see. After anyway. all the investment that they put in there for five years, just to let it die on an old console, just because the next console generation is around, would be weird. Yeah, but I still feel like most games will, like most last gen games will die either way, uh, even if they get the upgrade because they are old and everyone just goes to the new stuff. I'm pretty sure Fortnite is gonna be just fine. Yeah, because it's free. And it's on every platform, even on mobile. Like, I bet biggest base of Fortnite is freaking Chinese mobile players. Has to be. No dreams on PS5 free. But you have to watch an ad before you try every game. All right. Hell yeah. Number six. Uh, it seems like Ubisoft uh, canceled a potential King Arthur fantasy RPG helmed by Ma uh, Mike Laidlaw, the Dragon Age creative director. How do you feel about this, Spence? I mean, uh, that's sad to hear, but is it just a rumor or do we know anything about that? And if it's not, I, it's... if they cancel it because they want to make Dragon Age, <laughs> but they're already no, making Dragon Age, it... right? They didn't say which studios made in this game. Mike Laidlaw was just the creative director on Dragon Age. Okay, so it would have been a really cool RPG probably, and they canned it, so... Yeah, that's the... sad because I really like those as games. As far as I read is that... Uh... Oh my god, the one of the higher-ups that was co-creator, co-executive, uh, was one of the people who got accused of sexual harassment and conduct and got uh, uh, laid off. Or so that's why. Could be that's the reason why, but we don't oh know god, anything. If... Like, this is just a rumor. We don't know when it got cancelled when it was envisioned and all the stuff so yeah i would feel really like... bad if that's the reason like imagine the whole team working in a game and it gets cancelled because of some higher up uh doing like very inappropriate things that would suck yeah but you gotta also think that if this game would have been in production for like one and a half years and you already have like early prototypes or something and like vertical slices just because the co-executive is being let go from the company you don't just stop this project well they could be scared of being cancelled or whatever if the involvement is like very big then people would just cancel the game and they rather cancel it themselves i don't know maybe but you could just put another executive on there and then have well then what other the reason game. would they have ubisoft have a lot of money so either the game is not good and they don't see future yeah, for the it. The game was good, I guess. So if it's not or good, the then I'm glad strong. they cancelled it, right? <laughs> like, I would rather get a good game than... Bet between Two Honor uh, and Assassin's Creed, like, King Arthur, right? That seems like such a um, time period for <laughs> Greek game. They probably looked at this and said, like, this is not going to make us any money. We might as well just skip this and then put out Assassin's Creed uh, King Arthur uh -huh. in oh, two right. years. Yeah, maybe they will actually, that would make sense for them to like shift it towards that maybe even and just reuse the assets if they have like, they, I, we don't know anything about this, right? We don't know how far they were, how long they have worked on it. No, we don't know anything. So yeah, I, yeah, it's hard to tell. All right, number seven, we're getting closer to the end. So it turns out that Hawkeye DLC dropping to the Avengers game. It's gonna be free post-launch DLC with like major story mission character. Have you well, seen the presentation of it? 
No, like but they, they uh, showed some new videos of recently, and they actually look pretty interesting. Like the yeah, but do you feel like uh, giving a free DLC with major star missions is a good thing, or it should be just in the game already and not like an extra selling point? Like they basically took a part of the game out and then fed it back to you as free content, while it should be in the game, right? It's Avengers, and they took out a character and they gave it back to you for free to promote it. Like that's how I feel about it. I don't think it's like promotion. I think they had to print the discs for the game and they just <laughs> couldn't make the deadline with this character in it. So they just cut the character and now drop it as a day one DLC, a day one update because they need to have him in there because otherwise people complain. Yeah, but why, why is it even a DLC then? Just call it like patch. They just patch it in. That's what it is. Uh, Hawkeye patch. That sounds yeah. even worse. Now you like can at least spin it as... Update 0.1, Hawkeye, whatever. Added. Yeah, but if you call it that, everybody knows that they just couldn't make the deadline. If you call it free DLC, at least you can spin it as, oh, we're doing something for the... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They are just like, they fucked up and took a part of the game out and then selling it back as like a selling point. Or like a yeah. positive, which is probably not, so... Yeah, yeah, whatever. They definitely try to spin this as positive, but I'm pretty sure they just like couldn't make the deadlines for the hard copy. Yeah, I mean, it's a good marketing move. Like, oh, we couldn't make it on time, so let's uh, give it as a free DLC to everyone. Yay. And they will be happy that we are giving free stuff compared to other companies that are selling DLCs on launch for money. We are giving free DLC with uh, major story missions, uh, very worked out, main character for free, guys. Yeah, that's how for I see free. it. Yeah. Just watch this ad. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, <laughs> they didn't really have a choice. This was the only choice they had. Yeah, I guess. Good move. I respect yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, literally, the, yeah, as, as expected, the only move. Yeah. How do you feel about the Avengers game? Do you want to play that at all? Yeah, for I like superhero games, and I haven't had... Any superhero games in a long time, I feel like. I don't know when we had any... Spider-Man. Okay, yeah, but it's like PlayStation... Ex or is the, this is not exclusive, right? No. Exactly, so... The PlayStation is kind of separate game than the other superhero games. I don't know. Like, the last one before the Spider-Man game is the Wolverine game, tying... I can remember. I think this could be tying into Spider-Man. That's... Because be the cool. timeline on the... On the events and the story are kind of like before Spider-Man and after, but not during that time. Like they made it very clear because they start out the game at like a day or like Avengers Day in San Francisco, and they give a specific date. And you know these uh, specific dates in which the Spider-Man game happens. So the opening segment of the Avengers game is happening before Spider-Man and then all the stuff afterwards, I think there's like a five-year time skip or something. And then that all happens after. So like it, there mm. is a good chance that Spider-Man could pop up as like a late-on DLC character when like Miles Morales comes out or something. Yeah, but would that mean that then you're saying it's not PlayStation exclusive so they would move Spider-Man to other platforms? Well, the problem is that Sony has like this really tangled up mess of a contract with Disney. Because Sony technically owns all media rights or something to Spider-Man. Wait, no, no. They own the movie rights to Spider-Man. They got them back in the day from Marvel, 
from Stanley. And Disney wants Spider-Man in the MCU. And before they had this contract that Disney and Sony produced the movie, but the revenue from the movie goes to Sony, I think. And Marvel has <laughs> merchandise rights to like a certain percentage for Spider-Man. And they renegotiated last year the contract or something, or a couple of years ago. And I think part of it was that um, Sony can make a Spider-Man game because they don't own the license for the games, only for the movies, because the license for Spider-Man games were, was before at Activision. But that expired. So now Disney gave Sony the rights to Spider-Man for this specific game, or for multiple ones. They signed probably an agreement. And Marvel can have the Tom Holland Spider-Man in their movies. Yeah, it's very complex, it seems It's like. really complicated. There's like a lot of stuff going on in the back end. So I think Spider-Man will not join, go on multiple platforms, maybe PC, maybe. But I think they could still build this universe, this game universe, so that Spider-Man could technically fit in. So would not be surprised when Avengers comes out in September, I think? Mm-hmm, yeah, soon. And then the Miles Morales Spider-Man game comes out at... October, November. Uh, like, November of PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then you get, like, free DLC for Avengers. Miles Morales as a playable character. You know, that would mean... That, uh, like, wouldn't that mean, like, it's th as the first appearance of uh, Spider-Man in a very long time on PC? Like, uh, the last one was the Spider-Man 2 game, I think, which was pretty terrible on the PC version. Yeah, that was from Activision, I think. Yeah, it was pretty bad, even though I liked it, but uh, it was way worse than the PlayStation game. Yeah, like... Well, when was that? Was that, that was the last, right? And that was, I can tell you, the 2004. Yeah. <laughs> That's a long yeah. time ago. Yeah, so... They always have these tie-in games with these movies, and they're always terrible. Like, this is, has been happening since the PlayStation 1. Like, every movie game that ever... Pretty bad, like... Maybe except, yeah, except the Wolverine, the Lion Wolverine. King for PS One. Oh, that very old ones. They were, they were really good, like the Tarzan, Lion King. Yeah, like those yeah, very very old games good. were very good. Yeah. I think like Asterix and Obelix. Oh, uh, Hercules! Hercules was really good too. Yeah, there were some. And good I guess ones, then you have uh, Kingdom like, Hearts. All Activision movie Golden Eye was also really good. So these games are actually pretty good if they are old, and the newer yeah. ones were pretty bad actually. Yeah, I think since PS2, PS3, like they were all really terrible. I think they've pretty much gone away now. Like I can't think of any l movie licensed game that came out in the last couple of years that was like a tie-in for a movie. I think most studios just make like mobile games as tie-ins. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I haven't seen any big movie games popping up lately, I think, at all, for a good while. Like, I think, yeah, as all I right. said, like, the last real good, big movie game that was pretty good was the Wolverine one, and since then I can't remember any good ones coming out, other than, like, yeah, the Spider-Man games on PC, and like, maybe some Harry Potter games, although I can't even remember the timeline, like, which one came first, so... No, I... Like, the last couple of Harry Potter games from EA, I think. 
I'm not I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like a movie yeah, just died two... out on P consoles or games in general. Yeah, the, the the last two Harry Potter games were like th third person shooters. Oh wow! I don't didn't play those. Yeah, I guess. Do look it up. Like you have a wand and you literally shoot it like a weapon. It's crazy. <laughs> but uh, you know what's funny? I think it's actually shifted the other way around, where games become movies instead of movies becoming games. Like you can, like for example, Witcher. Obviously, it's also books. Came to like series, and then we had like Assassin's Creed game. We had Prince of Persia movie. I mean, we had like so many game-related movies lately. Like all these yeah, Mario they... movies, like Pac-Man, whatever. Like just Pokemon, like bigger IPs coming to Pac-Man didn't get a movie. You mean Pixels? Is that not a Pac-Man movie? No. Uh, <laughs> there's this really terrible Adam Sandler movie called Pixels, and yeah, like, one of the bosses in the game is Pac-Man. They, oh, they have the this Donkey Kong in it. Pac-Man into the movie. Yeah, and they had Donkey Kong in it as well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let Let's skip one topic and go back to it later because it kind of fits in. So Ubisoft and Netflix are partnering up for a Splinter Cell television show, and they already signed a deal for two and all 16 episodes already. This ties in pretty well to what we just talked about. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it makes perfect sense. I've been saying this for a while. Like, movies don't make sense about, movie, uh, about video games. Like, games have been trying to, to emulate the structure of movies to make them true but the thing is that you spend like up to 60 hours or something with a game like in the worst case you spend eight, eight hours on a short campaign but in these eight hours you get to know these characters and you have all the time to get to know them like you don't have that time in a movie at all true so it makes so much more sense to like put it in a series right yeah i agree like series just work better with games like compared to games i guess in general, and like, fair, there's no way to fit everything in a movie. Yeah, and to be fair, like, Splinter Cell is literally just a spy thriller television show from Tom Clancy, right? And he's also a book, or was a book writer? Yeah, I think so. So, it just makes sense, I think, to write yeah, some that conspiracy work really theory well, show too. with, like, some spy action, yeah. Yeah, I agree. They can make a pretty decent, like, uh, James Bond-style series or, like... Uh, Mission Impossible, but in a series form with the Splinter Cell team. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah well, I actually probably enjoy that. Yeah. All right. Number nine. This is actually kind of exciting for me. So there's going to be an analog pocket and it's like a Game, Game Boy, Boy emulator. It's coming out on the 21st of May next year. And you can use Game Boy games, Game Boy Pocket, Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advance games. You can put them all in there and you can play them on like a modern console in quotes. And yeah, that's just awesome. I would yeah, love I've to seen, like... It looks really cool as well from the images I've seen. And it's a pretty good idea, but the price I think is a bit overpriced. Yeah, it's around $200. It's Yeah, it's a bit much. I think that's... Uh, I would pay maybe 100 for it because it's not even... Like, yeah, I still have to get the games. So it's just like a Game Boy. You can play Game Boy games and multiple consoles in one, I guess, but still like 200. Like you can almost buy a Switch from that. Like Switch Lite is around that price. And then I would rather go for the Switch if I had the option. So if yeah, they that's would- kind of true, isn't it? Take down the price a notch, then yeah. I mean, the idea is really cool. 
price is pretty insane. Do invoice still work? Do you know? Yeah, but I mean, why wouldn't they? Because electronic circuits and stuff rust over no, time. No, I have like, I have like three Game Boys. They all work. Yeah. I have like one uh, like a very old one which has no colors in it or anything that works. Then I have a Game Boy Advance that works perfectly. That's uh, colored. And then I have a Nintendo DS which is not really a Game Boy but that works too. Yeah. So. Yeah, the only reason why I would buy this is just to play a uh, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. But at the same time, I might as well just uh, buy a what is it Game Boy Advance SP with the game. But can so you not just set uh... me back like forty bucks? But can uh, I think like Nintendo Online or whatever it's called, their online service gives access on your Switch to many of these old games. And also a lot of games are emulated on phones at this point. So you can just play it on your phone from ROMs. So I don't know. Like I'm not sure what's the value in it other than it's being pretty cool. Yeah, it's a cool idea. I'm excited yeah. somewhat. <laughs> you, you kind of lessened my excitement about it. <laughs> well, you could just get a Switch, get the online, and then I think you can access like hundreds of retro games. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. <laughs> and it's the same price. Cool so. idea nonetheless. I think it's for like yeah. collectors and stuff, right? So. Agreed. All right. Two more topics. Uh, Tony Hawk will be adding 37 new songs to like uh, the Tony Hawk songs. 1 and 2 remaster uh, re remake remake right? remake yeah yeah that's a lot of songs like three albums of songs so yeah but I mean it's a big news great I don't know yeah <laughs> I think cool. they had to like are all the old songs in there I don't think so I don't know I mean they have the rights because... right I don't know if they need I, I, yeah it's a good question not sure I don't think they have the rights I don't know how it works with the masters day... Back, I'm still, I'm, I'm not sure if they still have the rights for the original. To be honest, like if they could release the original game now, I'm yeah, not th I don't think they have the rights for these either. Because back in the day, like a lot of music labels signed contracts with video game companies that after like five years or something, the uh, license expires and they're just not able to sell these games anymore themselves. Could be. Like for um, example, if you go back to um, GTA Four. I think even in five and listen to like the radio stations there's like a lot of songs that are missing oh really wow yeah i, I think they had to replace like a lot of them um yeah there there's some really weird licensing shit going on with these kind of games so i wouldn't be shocked if there's gonna be like a whole bunch of old music missing and they just added like uh, 37 contemporary tracks yeah i mean maybe probably actually that makes sense like uh, maybe just about some new songs that fit to the game. It's a remake anyway, so it will look new. They put in some new songs. It's cool. But I would have liked uh, to have the old songs, to be honest. Like that would be such a flashback to the old feeling of that game. To be honest, like on the console or even on PC, you can literally just turn on Spotify. I'm 100% certain there's like a Tony Hawk 1 playlist and then just play that. Yeah, of course you can do that, but it's still different when it's in the game or you have to put in your own music somewhere else. <laughs> no, like for example, um, I played Burnout Paradise, the remaster, right? Yeah. On, um, on PlayStation. And there's an option in which you can just import your Spotify playlist to the game and you still have all the sounds and you can still oh. skip the songs with your controller and everything. And that's it's cool. also from oh wait, that's from EA. So Activision could technically do the same thing, I think. Well that, that would be that would be the best solution. Spotify then. Playlist. 
Yeah, that's the best solution. Like in GTA, you could do that too. Put in your own songs and yeah, you exactly. just listen so to whatever just you want. Do that and then just click on the Tony Hawk playlist. The, the yeah, I agree. One. That sounds for cool. If that's I'm more thing. curious, like, do we know what they cost yet? Because it's like the first one and the second one in the remake, right? And usually remakes so. go for 40 bucks. So is this going to be like a full price game or is it going to be No, I think it will be 40 bucks. Like every but other. it's one and two. Yeah, but for example, isn't like the... Yeah, I think I think there are remasters that are multiple games and like how much was the no, Spyro? It's three games, remake. It's remake, right? But there yeah, were, three games, no, remake. No, that was and... remaster. Okay, then okay, that was remaster. Yeah, then maybe. But I I still okay, maybe not full price, but like fifty bucks. If the game I mean, is good enough, it's probably gonna be full price. Let's <laughs> see. I would be disappointed though. That would be a very high price for a remake. And it's like these old games are not so big as like newer games, if you know what I mean. Like That's they are price. like they are way more empty and less dense than new games. So it would be weird to me to get it for full price. Like to be honest, 30 for one game would make sense. And if it's moved to both games, then maybe 50. But uh, I don't know what to tell you, man. All right, yeah, we'll see. We have one more. Number right. 11, it is. Destroy All Humans Remaster or Remake? Remake, I think. I think it's Remaster. They I don't didn't know. anything it, new, right? So. But they remade. Yeah, I don't know. I'm always like, it's kind of weird line with remakes, remasters nowadays. I'm not sure. It's tricky, right? Yeah, I think it's a remake. Like, it. Like it completely looks new. I are you okay? I'm not sure. But it's I think that game looks so dope. Even though like the gameplay looks very repetitive for my taste, but the whole idea and the humor looks really fun. I would probably get it if I had money right now. <laughs> what uh, do you think about the game? Yeah. I pl I played the original a bit. It wasn't really my cup of tea. I don't know. Uh yeah, I never played the original, and I, I actually haven't even heard much about this game before now. But now I've seen all this footage and the comparisons, and it just looks very uh, funny and uh, cool. I like aliens, so I would definitely enjoy going around like towns and just shocking people, killing people or whatever, abducting them. I'm not sure what you do, but it just looks very funny to me. So, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like one of the quirkier games because the main character is just super sarcastic and also very sadistic in a way he has so uh, funny expressions on his face i just love it yeah it's basically like um mess with people simulator 2020 <laughs> oh my god you just reminded me of a very old game uh have you ever played this game when you are even you have to like prank your neighbor <laughs> no i don't oh shit like it was like your uh, every stage is like a movie scene, like a shoot, and you have to like prank your neighbor and set up traps for him and stuff. Oh my no, god, I it used to be my game. favorite game. Okay, not I favorite, but like... like... I thought you were gonna tell me about like Overlord or something, where you have like an imp, like destroy your surrounding lands and build like an evil empire or something. Oh, it's called Neighbors from Hell. <laughs> I'm actually it's a phone game now. It's a phone game now. Holy shit! It's such a what good is game. Neighbor from hell. Neighbors from hell. 
And now it's uh, on the Play Store and stuff, and it's uh, divided into seasons. From 2003 to 2005, it was such a good game. I think 17 I've seen years. The art of it, like in memes and stuff. So you have this fat neighbor, and you are this skinny guy, and you have to hide and like learn the patterns and like set up traps for him and shock him and basically kill him every time. And then you get score for like it's like episodes in a series, and then you get rated by the audience. It's really, really good. That definitely sounds like your kind of game. It's so funny, dude. You really enjoy it because it's very funny. <laughs> All right. That pretty much concludes today's episode. I'm actually shocked that we did this long because there wasn't actually that much news. Yeah, the, we talked a lot about the that... money things yeah uh, monetization yeah the the ea ad thing that was like the last thing that we added today because i just saw it today that it, uh that was happening yesterday and i went ahead of it as a topic as a top topic because it just pissed me off so much <laughs> yeah i mean it's an interesting <laughs> i think topic. without that sure. the episode would have actually been much shorter <laughs> yeah i mean sometimes we'll have shorter episodes longer ones like less fun i think it's fine because like news are always changing and like sometimes there's yeah, not much to really talk about that today would be a shorter one like for change because we usually go like for like one and a half hours or two yeah but it's actually longer than average so good job max you talked a lot today oh yeah <laughs> just so much rage <laughs> all right do you want to bring it home Benz? i think it's your turn max because i open so Feel free to do I'm it. The closing act. Yeah, don't I'm forget. Okay, Max, I'm I'm judging you, so don't forget the talking points. <laughs> uh, I will never forget. It, it has been burned into my brain. Good, good. Right, let's close this out. Thank you for listening to us, viewers. <laughs> viewers. Thank you, audience. Um, remember, you can always reach out to us on our email address, robpodcasts at gmail dot com. <laughs> um. Leave comments on the videos, write us. If you have anything or any corrections, always write in if you have questions. If you want me to ask more mean questions to Benz in Know Your Hosts, then Know Your Host! <laughs> Give me some suggestions. We really appreciate it. And again, we've been trying to make the audio better. Sorry for last week. And I think that's pretty much it. So, we gotta be out of here now. Goodbye, guys. Have a nice weekend. Or Monday, actually. Bye. <laughs>